0: You've probably heard the advice, fake it till you make it. Well, that is the biggest bunch of BS you will ever hear. And here's why. Welcome to the show. Five,
1: four, three, two, one, off.
0: Two women, one mission, to break through the BS of business, money, and mindset, so you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride.
1: G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent and welcome back to Breaking Through the the BS. BS.
0: Oh Ray. Yes, Pauline. It's, it's great to be back.
1: It certainly is.
0: I'm loving this podcasting thing.
1: I know. I mean, who would have thunk it?
0: No, nah, who would have thought? Not me, that is for sure. A, a year ago, I wouldn't have thought that we would still be doing this uh, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Alrighty, so today's topic is a really good one, Ray. We are going to be talking about something that just really... Just grinds my gears.
1: Sort of like sticks the knife in and twists it.
0: Yep, and the topic for today is fake it till you make it. For me, this is the biggest bunch of BS I've ever heard in my life, and I'm embarrassed to say I used to
1: subscribe to it. You did, and I mean, these days it's sort of, well, can you imagine scraping your fingernails across a blackboard, that's how grating it is.
0: It is. I don't like it. And to be honest, when, maybe what was it, about 10 years ago when you were doing all that personal development thing and NLP and all that kind of jazz, it didn't sit well with me at the time, but I thought that I didn't know enough to know
1: any better. Yeah, so you tried it on.
0: Yeah, I tried on someone else's clothes they didn't fit me and I didn't like it and I didn't like who I was becoming. And
1: you didn't look good in them.
0: And I also specifically didn't like who I was attracting to my life. And now that I'm older and wiser, I actually really understand
1: what was going on. So. And imagine like next year, you're going to have 2020 vision. So you're going to have better clarity.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So if we can spare someone else the trouble of trying to fake it till they make it or maybe they feel that it's not quite right or it never has been right for them but are doubting themselves maybe with this episode we will help them understand what it is that is out of sync with them or out
1: of alignment with them
0: that would be that would be a good thing so if that just helps one person to no longer fall victim or fall into that trap of faking it till they make it It's all worthwhile. Absolutely. That one person we're talking to, please keep listening. Everyone else, you can switch off now. (laughs) Just joking. Just joking. So let's talk about how faking it till you make it actually robs you of a real experience. Because what I've noticed, Ray, is that a lot of people just get so busy faking it till they make it that they never, ever really acknowledge when they've made it.
1: Well, that's right, Pauline. And they, they kind of lose sight of what they were actually aiming for in the first place. Yeah. So they can't then see and recognize what they have actually achieved.
0: Exactly. And I mean, when you're faking it till you make it, if we're talking about our own authenticity and our own goals, our own outcomes that we want to achieve in life then would there be any fakery in that? Or is it the fact that we are our own true authentic self that we're working towards those goals? Is it only that they we fall into the fakery when someone comes in and would judge what we're trying to achieve as not good enough or not enough or that's not right? But that's according to their own filter of the way they see the world. Because you and I have seen that so many times when people we will, have. will buy someone else's vision because they doubt their own. But there was nothing wrong with their own vision. It's just that the other person had a louder voice, was more persuasive or maybe even, you know, a lot more manipulative in trying to sell their version of the world and their version of what other people should do that the original person just doubted themselves and signed up to something That didn't fit. And that's why they have to fake it till they make it because it was never meant for them anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, the visual I get, um, from that, um, metaphor. Well, it's not even a metaphor for you. Um, the vision I get from that is the person that hasn't got that solid vision of their own that they need to go buy into someone else's is if you think of a a bowl of jelly, you've just put the hot water in and Mm -hmm. started to dissolve the jelly crystals yeah you're all still fluid yeah it's like you yeah. don't have anything to actually say to someone and go hey i've got this bowl of jelly do you want some it's like well no that's just a, that's a bowl just... of hot water yeah. and and maybe some jelly crystals mm-hmm. whereas the other person that's doing the selling and and bringing you in has actually got the solid completed yeah. um, bowl of jelly that they can cut up and mm dish out and add some ice cream to and go, hey, you want to buy my jelly and ice cream?
0: Yeah, because all you have is a bowl of hot coloured water.
1: Yeah. And it,
0: that will and never who's, become... Who's, who's, who would want that? And that's never going to become jelly. So then they plant those seeds of doubt into what you actually have. Whereas what we know from life and, and our own personal development is just give yourself a little bit of time and you will set like that jelly and you'll probably be the most amazing jelly that doesn't even need ice cream and cream to
1: make it taste
0: taste better or look better it's just because you're authentically you that's all you need to do and be so what we did when we were faking it till we made it though was i just attracted the wrong people and that comes down to you know the universal laws is like attracts like
1: well, that's right.
0: So it totally makes sense that if I'm faking it and my life is full of fakery, then I attract more fakes into my life and I attract fake things. Fake friends? Fake friends, fake relationships, maybe even a bit of fake money, money that comes into your life but it's actually not really yours or it's not substantial, uh, fake results, you know, People will look at the internet marketers in front of their great big Lamborghinis and their McMansions and they'll go, oh man, I want to be like them. But it's all fakery. They hire the cars for the day. They rent the house for a week so they can do photo shoots that will last them years. But the way that they get money, and this is the thing about the fakery that I really don't like, is that most of the people that are doing the fakery and what they're selling is... They're selling you a system to get rich, but the people who are selling you that system, that is not how they made their money. They made their money not with the thing, but selling how to do the thing. Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Well, it's almost like a, um, what is it? Not a multi-level marketer. Um, Pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme. That's the one.
0: Yeah, it is. It really is. And what we've seen because we used to do a lot of copy and marketing uh for some of the the big speakers in Australia and elsewhere was that we'd see these people uh sell their dreams to other people you know like going back to your jelly analogy going okay so i have this set bowl of jelly i'm a set bowl of jelly look at me aren't i fantastic you're just a cup of boiling water you haven't even had the jelly crystals put in you yet and you know what without my help you're never going to have those jelly crystals put in you you're never going to become the jelly so they put these seeds of doubt in people and then the more you get into that world though the more fakery you bring in and now looking at it from a metaphysical perspective now I know why you just attract fake things one of the funniest things that I remember back to the the days this is like in the 2000s um, bef- when we were really starting to find our feet like metaphysically and after we were discharged from the army um, that movie The Secret came out. It did. And I really wanted a copy of The Secret but it was hard just to buy one copy. I was a little bit cashed up at the time so I bought a 10 pack of The Secret. My idea was I was going to keep one for myself and then I was going to sell the rest to other people. At the same time though because I I think I I let people know that I wanted a copy of it, I was inundated with offers for pirated copies of the DVD of The Secret. You know what I said to those people?
1: Noah. <laughs> no,
0: I don't <laughs> no. want it. Why didn't I want a pirated fake copy of The Secret in my life?
1: Because you didn't want like attracts like.
0: Exactly. We're talking about the law of attraction and If I had have accepted that fake copy of the secret, which is all about the law of attraction, what am I actually attracting into my life? And it's funny to look back at the people who were trying to give me, you know, those, those copies or even sell them to me saying, Oh, Pauline, you know, um, (laughs) you got, you know, just give me five bucks to cover costs. A, I don't like piracy because you're ripping off someone's, copyright and also they're not getting paid and as a creative i know that better than most that if you don't get paid and people rip off your work you you can't eat and pay your mortgage and things like that it's just not fair stealing stealing is not okay but i didn't want to attract fakery into my life and this was kind of at the end of us trying to break free of the fake people that we had in our lives that's true yeah so um when we finally stopped doing that whole idea of fake it till you make it, we started to get better friends, didn't we?
1: We did. Um, another thing that um, I noticed, because I, I like to look at my finances, mm-hmm. I, I'm a money, money girl and a, a numbers kid.
0: Right, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: <laughs> i <I'm> just joking. <laughs> no, there's not. There's, there's everything You may, right you may be good it. with words, but I'm good with numbers. Yeah,
0: I know. Um
1: Yeah, so what I observed and saw of other people as well as my own bank account was that I was attempting to live up to other people's expectations of, oh yeah, just whack that on the credit card. Don't worry about it. You'll be able to pay that. You got 55 days worth of interest free. Mm. It's like, yeah, but you're not teaching me how to create the money to pay for it within that 55 days. No, that's true. And you never did. Yeah. And it was a case of, I was going backwards into the debt hole Mm -hmm. because I was trying to live the lifestyle of what these other people go. Oh, yeah. If you don't, if you don't live that lifestyle, you'll never know what it is, and you won't have that desire to get there. You're in
0: a debt hole because of an a hole.
1: That's (laughs) a. I like that. I like
0: it too. I don't like it that it happened, but that would be great if you, if you can reframe it and take the energy off it and actually put the. I'm not one to blame people, but I will call it as it is, is that a lot of people are preyed on by these a-holes. a-holes that will make them go into debt for something that they should never have bought in the first place because the only person that got ahead with that purchase was the person that sold it. Exactly. And I don't like that. All right, so um, the energy of fakery like attracts life. Like like attracts like. It is just a metaphysical law of the universe that what you put out, you get back. It's like a boomerang. It's like a karma boomerang. What whatever you send out will come back. And um, if not careful with karma boomerangs,
1: they turn into karma suppositories, and <laughs> they'll get you in the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't catch a boomerang with your butt. Let's just sort of say that. <laughs> All right, so we started to get rid of the lies and deception. The, the other thing about the fakeries as well is that people will try to pull the wool over your eyes and try to, um, as a copywriter, when I started to get into copy and other things and joint ventures, you know, people would offer me joint ventures all the time and they'd say, look, how about you write my copy or how, even like when I was the, the woo-woo teacher, how about you teach the course, I'll get you the students and then we'll split it and all that sort of stuff. Um, usually the split was always in their favor although I'm the one that's doing the lion's share of the work but here's the thing about it even if they offer you you know this better than me Ray, because you're the number numbers girl my my words just make numbers you know <laughs> but you manage the numbers really well so but if someone offers you 20 percent of the profits or you know 20 percent stake in the business.
1: Is in a potential business. In a
0: potential business. So really what you're doing is you're getting 20% of some magic beans. What does that look like, though? What What's the result of that look like?
1: Well, that's a big fat zero.
0: What, 20% of
1: zero? 20% of nothing is nothing. 100% of nothing is still nothing.
0: Yeah, well, that's disappointing, isn't it? <laughs>
1: It certainly but it, is. But
0: it's that whole fakery, you know, they're faking it till they make it. They're well,
1: they're selling a, an opportunity or a dream that has no substance to it. It
0: doesn't exist and that's why I call them magic beans. I will not, as a copywriter, write for magic beans and it's something I'm always telling my mentees. You know, I've, I've had some of my mentees come up to me and say, you know, this, this um, business owner is offering me a great deal or there was one, one of them said uh, a healer has offered to do all of this great healing on me I said but look at you do you actually even need that healing before this person came up and and offered you this
1: identified what was wrong with you oh no
0: no but like before this person came up to you and offered you this deal where you write the copy for them and they they coach you for six months had you even considered that kind of coaching had you even considered coaching and it's like, well, no, I didn't. Well, who's getting the benefit here? It's not you because if you wanted that kind of coaching, you would have gone out and paid for it or you would have gone out and offered your copywriting services
1: in, in return.
0: For that. Or Yeah, in exchange and you would have bought it and it would have been a win-win. So this is where we get into the fakery as well of the fakery of deals that people will do while they're trying to fake it till they make it is that oftentimes they're taking advantage of good people.
1: Well, that's it. And, and a, lot of, a lot of those um, so-called gurus that profess to be rich as, as anything, it's like as soon as you say, well, here's my invoice... It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, no, that's too expensive. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, were you not going to be teaching about the law of abundance?
0: Yes, and, you know, there they are faking it till they're making it, telling them, telling everyone that they're making six and seven figures. Well, are we talking about before the decimal point or after the decimal (laughs) point because that's a big difference of a number. It
1: it is. We're
0: talking about six figures. You know, that's... um, $1,000.
1: Exactly.
0: So really they're not lying, but they are faking it till they make it. The funny thing about... Oh, you were going to say something. And then
1: they're not... They may be valuing themselves, but they're not valuing anyone else in the equation. Mm. Now, if they really did value the the information that they're actually selling and knew that it was valuable to other people, they would be able to back themselves and go, well, actually, I know that once that copy's in the market Mm -hmm. and my course is going to produce, it's like I know that I'm going to get 10 times, 100 times back what I'm going to make that investment. And because I believe in what I want to get out to the market, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to invest that initial um Amount to pay the people to get it up and running, the copywriter, the the web designer, traffic, uh, traffic buyer.
0: Because co- copy and marketing is no good unless you actually get it out in, in front of people and that's something that I've spoken to these fakers about before as well. You want me to write the copy and you, tr- you expect my copy to be like high standard, great quality, that it's going to give you these conversions but what audience is it going in front of?
1: Yeah. And how qualified is that audience?
0: Exactly. You're not just going to put a Facebook post up and say, Hey, you know, I've got this thing, but that doesn't work.
1: Anybody want to buy my thing? <laughs> it's bright and line. shiny.
0: Exactly. I mean, it worked. It's worked for me a few times, but then I have a really great relationship with my Facebook friends, which is unique and rare. Whereas other people, they run Facebook ads and they don't get the results that I do just from my Facebook friends. But that's, as I said, it's rarity. But also, it comes into the fact that I'm not a fake.
1: Well, it comes down to your authenticity exactly. and the relationships that you actually build with people.
0: Yeah. Which has got not one skeric of fakery in it at all. So, how can we help people to escape the whole fake it till they make it? You know, what do they need to do to stop? falling for this fake it till they make it, and what can they do instead? Well, the first one is stop buying into other people's BS.
1: Well, that's it. And stop stop buying into other people's dreams Mm -hmm. and actually back yourself.
0: Yeah, because you are a potential bowl of jelly. You've just got to give yourself enough time Time to set set and let the gelatin, you know, just do its
1: job. Yeah, and And that that comes down to uh, allowing your ideas... Um, to develop, Mm -hmm. and that comes from time and also speaking those ideas Mm -hmm. and getting feedback and massaging, testing and measuring and building those ideas and concepts out into a more substantial, solid form.
0: Yeah. But it's like that uh, saying, the grass is greener on the other side, which is incorrect. And we had a talk to one of our friends the other day about this, and I said... The grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is greener where you water it. Exactly. And so, when you were just saying about that, then reminds me of the fact that I'm a prolific seed planter. I'm always planting seeds for of potential for relationships of success, and I go around watering them. I, I look after them. I, I maintain my garden. Let's say you so do my garden a garden of life. I look after, I pull out the weeds when they need to. And really, sometimes a weed is just a plant that's in the wrong spot. But nonetheless, they do do damage. You know, you you look at some of these great, big, amazing, gorgeous trees in, in the Australian um, rainforests. But there they are. There's a creeper vine, you know, strangling them. Now, the creeper vine, if it was in a different environment, would be great. But when it's attached to that great big tree, it's going to kill it. So I'm always looking after my garden. So I'm planting seeds, but I'm also nurturing them and looking after them and knowing that there's a process. But the thing is... And
1: bringing in compatible plants and compatible business um, people. So I
0: don't have just the one flower bed. I've got many. Yes, you do. So that's that's one thing about, you know, how to get out of um, faking it till you make it. But also the other thing is... Don't rip out your seeds just as they're about to come through through the soil. Know that everything in life is a process. And so a lot of people will say with this whole fake it till you make it is that you're trying to avoid making mistakes. But mistakes are only mistakes if you make them twice. The first time you do something, can you really call it a mistake unless you intentionally did it? But then it's not even called a mistake. That's an intentional action.
1: Exactly. It's
0: an incorrect intentional action. It's not a mistake. It's not an accident. So really when you look at the the whole idea of a mistake, mistakes happen. We are flawed individuals.
1: Yeah, we we just need to remove the negative attachment to the word mistake or Mm. failure and see it for what it is. It's Mm. a learning opportunity.
0: Exactly. And what happens with learning opportunities? You grow into your potential.
1: That's right. Yeah. And if you don't learn from your previous uh, mistake, then it is then a failure.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's it's actually what you would call a mistake. If you do it twice, I would say you're just going to keep making mistakes. But, you know, we need to learn and grow and recalibrate. So I see mistakes as just a misstep and then just recalibrate and move on. There's no need to even fake any of that. Just experience the authenticity of that experience, take it on, see how you can recalibrate or tweak it to sort it, and then move on. That's it.
1: Yeah, and continue to have that or um, put that enthusiasm into what you're doing. Mm Mm-hmm because if you're not having fun doing what you're doing it's like why the heck are you doing it mhm yep it's like you're in control of what you do so if mm. you're not enjoying it why are you still doing it
0: ah uh, but people will say it's all right for you ray but then that's an excuse, and we've already spoken about excuses. Have an excuse book, and every time you use an excuse, put it in your excuse book, never to be used again. <laughs> you will run out of excuses very quickly. So, um, yeah, I know people will say, it's all right for you to say, you know, blah, blah, blah. They don't know you. They don't know what your life's like. They don't know the pain you're in every day. Um, it's easy to look at someone and, and just uh, write it off that, you know, their life is so much better than yours. But, um You'd be surprised. Uh, but then we've just got to get through the the fakery barrier to see the authenticity of people. So the other thing about faking it till you make it, the one thing that I really do not like, and this comes into copywriting and, and my industry, and it also um, went into when I was a, a woo-woo teacher. So um, what it is is that people, when you fake things till you make it, you let not only yourself down, but other people. So when I was doing the alternative healing stuff and I was doing reset your mindset sessions and things like that, I never took on anything that I didn't think that I could have a positive outcome for, especially when you're dealing with someone's emotions and their mindset because you don't want to muck them up. Exactly. So there was no faking it till I made it there. I, I was growing through the experience but I would always seek advice if I didn't know what I was doing. I wouldn't just go, yeah, she'll be right, mate. I'll have, a, I'll have a crack at that. Also, copywriting. I will work within my limitations. And if my limitations are too small, then I will work to stretch my limitations. And I then when I meet, meet to that, that barrier or that edge... I will You'll upskill work. again. I will upskill again. It's for me. It's all about upskilling. I will not fake it. It's like when I was a nurse. You wouldn't just walk in and someone say, "Oh, have you ever sutured someone before?" Yes, of course I've sutured someone before. I've seen it on TV. How hard can it I- be? I watched
1: The Simpsons and Doctor Nick Riviera.
0: Yes. Hi, everyone. So, fakery will not only let yourself down but it will let other people down and what I see in the copywriting industry is so many people will take on jobs and then they stuff them up and you hear horror stories about all of these copywriters that um, take people's money and are never seen again and I can't understand why people would give these, um, these shady characters $10,000 or $20,000 in the first place. That is a lot of money for anyone, um, to get nothing. But it reminds me of one of my favorite shows is the TV show Botched. It's all about botched, um, plastic surgery. And so often you see these botched nose jobs, the rhinoplasties that have gone wrong. And so these, uh, these people go into the, the doctor and they'll say, yes, I've had uh, five rhinoplasties and none of them worked. You've got to be the person who fixes this. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you know what you're going to do. You're going to have an ugly nose on you. You know, this, I don't know, ugly is probably a harsh word, but you're going to have this disfigured and deformed nose on your face for the rest of your life. But Who's responsible for that? It's not the sixth doctor who you're going to, to to fix it. It's the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. And, by the way, it's your fault too because you trusted all these people who were faking it till they made it. Yeah, I can do a nose job. How hard can it be?
1: Yeah, I'm a hand specialist, but I'll, I'll have a crack at your nose. Oh, well,
0: some of them aren't even, like, plastic surgeons. They're no. cosmetic surgeons or they, you know, they just... Want to extend their range, and you know, just oh well, you know, I've got a willing participant here. Let's um, let's do this for you. There are a lot of cases mm-hmm. where faking it till you make it. I'll do
1: it for free because you're my first one.
0: I'll do it for free as long as you give me a testimonial that I can actually do what um, I said I could do, although I didn't think that I could. That's why I'm doing it for free. <laughs> I don't value it, so you shouldn't value it, but I'll do it for free and you give me a testimonial and then everyone will, you know, that that's great, you know. So faking it till you make it, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And so, I don't
1: like it. No. In okay. the words of Pauline Hanson, I don't like it.
0: Yeah, please explain. I don't like that. She's an Australian politician, if anyone needs to know or be remembered. She has been and she's um, unfortunately got the same name as me. She's not as awesome as me, but... Um, yeah, she has the same name. So as we were saying, um, stop faking it till you make it and just get busy at making it. It is such a waste of time to put energy and time into something that is fake.
1: Exactly. It's like just take the time, do what you need to do day in, day out and make it happen. Yeah. You'll actually get there quicker than what you realize.
0: Exactly, yeah, because that bowl of jelly... That bowl of slushy colored water
1: will, actually, will set.
0: actually set and it will set a lot faster than you expect. So you've been listening to us rabbit on about faking it till you make it. Hopefully, we've helped you just to be able to see through the BS of this stupid, stupid phrase. And, um, because who wants to be a faker? Think about the results that you're looking for and just go the authentic route, 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 whatever.
1: You'll be happier that you did.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you very much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode.
1: Yeah, bye for now.
0: Bye for now. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Come on over to BreakingThroughTheBS.com. That's BreakingThroughTheBS.com. And that's where you'll find all the episodes and all of the show notes. And remember, if you like the show, subscribe and leave a review. And let all your friends know about Breaking Through The BS. We'll catch you at the next show. Bye for now.